Welcome to Transforming the Toddler Years, a core four parenting podcast blending soul and science-based strategies to empower pandemic moms like you raising kindergarten-ready kids. I'm Cara Terrell, your host, a lifetime lover of littles, girl mom, early childhood educator, and conscious parenting coach who truly believes that how we connect and collaborate with our kids in the first five years is how we raise world-ready kids who will change this world. But before we dive in, I would love if you could do me a favor. Could you scroll on down, rate the show after you listen, and leave a review, ask a question, suggest a topic? This will help me know how to better serve you, who to bring in. It will also help friends find us, other moms who need to be hearing what we're talking about together. Welcome back to the Transforming the Toddler Years podcast. And today's solo episode is kind of a fun one because I received a question from a mom about swearing. So we're going to go all geeky and nerdy into the linguistics of our little people, which is one of my favorite places to dive into that brain and their language development we're just, we're going to go all in today because the question is, is it normal for my child to test out swear words? Short answer, yes. Well, let's get into the long answer. So your child's linguistic brain starts developing right when they're able to make auditory input connections. It's what I call the invisible learning process. Because as you are talking to that well-rounded belly, they can already hear you. You're talking to your infant, to your toddler. They can hear you, right? All of that is coming into their ear canal, floating past those beautiful hairs that filter it all in and heading up into their brain to get processed to get sorted, to get put away into categories of what language they can use when they are capable of talking back to you. What that means is that they are hearing you talk for up to two, two and a half, some cases up to three years before they talk back. Just because they're not talking to you doesn't mean they're not filtering and processing all the language that they hear around them. And this is a really important distinction. Talking to them has the exact same effect for this process as talking around them. That landing? If you aren't talking to your child, but you've turned and you're talking to your partner, there's not a filter there. Whatever you're saying to your partner is directly inputting into their beautiful little brain. If you're talking on the phone, whatever you're saying is going into their brain. If they are within earshot, they have access to that language and they're absorbing it and absorbing it and absorbing it. So this is why when they start to talk back and they say things and parents say, oh my gosh, where did they hear that? We have a minute, think back and say, oh, 
Actually, they heard that from me, but I didn't even know they were listening. They're always listening. Can we add some eerie music to that? Do, do, do. They're always listening. So when they start to talk is not the time to start censoring yourself. But if you're already there, then this is why they're trying those swear words. Because to them, it is just like every other word that they've ever heard you say. It came in along with the words cup and bottle and bed and sleep and tired and overwhelmed. The swear word just happened like to be part of the lexicon because you build your child's early dictionary. You are the architect of their little language brain. Isn't that amazing and also kind of terrifying? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> so knowing that, they're going to learn how to say and try on everything in their environment. A lot of it's going to be labeling objects because you're going to say that more, right? They're going to start saying cup. They're going to start saying car. Yes, cup, it's green. Yes, there's our blue car. And then they're going to drop the F-bomb if that is something that has been tucked away as a word that people use sometimes. What happens with that word is that we react so differently than when they say cup or car. Our body reacts differently. Our faces react very differently. Our voices get different and we react instead of respond. It's negatory. No, we don't say that word. So what your child has keyed in on at an early age, trying on these words is that they get a very different reaction than when they say the other words. So of course they're going to use them. So here's your challenge. When your child tries on a swear word, just like any other word, you cannot react that way. You've got to keep it cool. Oh, you just said that. That's not a word I say. Actually, that's not a word we say in this house. We're going to choose not to say that. And then move on to the next thing. Keep your body calm. Keep your voice calm. Use well-chosen words, but don't give them the very different reaction. Right? Don't give them the fireworks or they're going to come back looking for more fireworks. So the short answer, yes, extremely normal for them to try that on if they're hearing it in their environment or have heard it in their environment previously. How you handle it is how long it will persist. If you have a child who's just not giving it up, because they're slightly older and now they totally understand the rules of the game and they're just pushing that boundary so hard that you just don't know what to do. Well, that's when you reach out. That's when you say, Cara, I need a one-on-one -on -one session. We need to figure this out. But here are some good basics for you to get started. One, know it's totally normal. There's nothing wrong with your child. It actually shows that they are digging deep into that brain and trying out the dictionary that has been laid out for them over the last few years. Two, control your reaction and calmly with intentional language, draw the line where you're going to hold it, then hold it. A lot, right? We say they're so smart. 
are actually kind of brilliant. And as soon as they're able to show us, it sometimes overwhelms us. So come on back for other episodes. Ask your questions so I can answer them. Because that's why I'm here. And that's what conscious collaborative parents do. We focused, we're intentional, and we work together to create solutions. Exciting news. I wrote you a book, an ebook, and I recorded the audio version for you as well because you are busy, multitasking, mindful mamas. Grab your copy today of The Pandemic Mom's Guide to Preschool Readiness and anchor into the five executive functioning skills that your child needs to practice on the daily using you as a guide. It's so easy to do. I've built it so that it just naturally happens inside your day as you interact with your kids. And yes, each chapter is delivered to you one chapter a day to your email so that all you have to do is click and listen for a few minutes. It's easy, it's efficient, and it's effective. Let's raise some school and world-ready kids. Just go to caraterrell.com backslash ebook. That's caraterrell, T-Y-R-R-E-L-L.com backslash ebook and grab your copy of the Pandemic Moms Preschool Readiness Guide today. Until our next episode, stay mindful and proactive as you transform the toddler years.